Hello everyone and welcome back to the All Things New podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. I hope you guys have had a good week. My week has been pretty busy. Last weekend was literally insane because I had like Galentine's and then I had English tea and then literally it it, it was such a busy weekend. Um, and I'm still recovering from it, but you know, it's good. It's good to be busy and to have people to hang out with. So I'm not even mad about it. I'm just exhausted. I did a lot of baking. I, I made a three tier raspberry champagne cake. I made 24 raspberry champagne cupcakes. I made macarons. I made clotted cream, which is like a British cream you put on scones and jam. I literally was in the kitchen for at least 24 hours the whole weekend. Um, in total, of course, but it was pretty wild, but it was a good weekend. So it's cool, but you know, life gets busy sometimes, but that's good. So today's, um, episode is titled when singleness gets old now i think this can be um a shared feeling especially during valentine's season you know you're just your whole timeline is just couples everywhere everybody and they mama and they uncle and they aunt and they cousins everybody are posting about their valentine and sometimes it's kind of like, oh, especially, I don't know what that means. Especially if you're single, you can just kind of be like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm over this being a single Valentine's, you know? So, I mean, honestly, can we, like, please be honest about the fact that singleness gets old sometimes? Like, it just gets old. It's like, this is boring now. This is not exhilarating anymore. Like, I'm over it. <laughs> like... It's cool seeing everybody having Valentine's. That's amazing and wonderful. But it's like, it will be cool to have a Valentine too. You know, like that would be nice. Um, But having this type of feeling is real and it's okay to have this feeling. And it's, I believe that it's definitely something felt by a lot of people. And um, although you may feel this way, like I very well do. I 100 million percent feel this way. There are ways that we can steer away from becoming agitated, bitter, or even resentful. And I know that those emotions are a bit strong. But if we continue to think about how we're dissatisfied where we are, we can start to feel these emotions that are... um, that could end up taking us down a slippery slope of bitterness, resentment, um, envy, things of that sort... So what I like to do in this episode is kind of, you know, bring some ideas and um, scriptures that can encourage us in the most, um, like in the midst of feeling this way, feeling of like, the feeling of being over single, the feeling of like, oh, like, why don't I have that? Like, you know, sometimes you can feel entitled about things that we believe we should have or we deserve to have and that is not a good place to be and if we dwell there it can get even worse so I mean even though I feel like this I would much rather have what is for me opposed to thinking oh I want what they have but it's like what they have is for them it's not for you you know like I'd much rather 
have what is for me and was ordained by God, opposed to my idea of what's best, or opposed to what I think is best because of what someone posts on social media. And of course, social media is not reality, but sometimes you can um, convince ourselves that it's the reality or that it's the ideal when literally people just post the ideal on social media. They post the filtered version, they post the, you know, the sweetened version of things. And obviously, we don't know all of the, you know, details of everyone's lives, but, um, we can, if we're so just focused on social media, it can become what we think as reality, but it's really not. So the purpose of this episode is to um, encourage us um, who feel this way in the midst of being like over singleness, you know, and that's a real feeling. So um, the first scripture I have is Psalms 94 verse 19, and that's in the ALT. And the scripture says, when doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. My next scripture is um, Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. And it says, do not be afraid for I am with you. Do not be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. And in the KJV, it says my righteous right hand. Love that so much. One of my favorite scriptures of all time. And the next scripture I've got is um, Psalms chapter 34. I've got verses 4 through 5 and then also verse 18. So verses 4 through 5 say, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. And verse 18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. I also love that so much too. Um, So there are so many really good encouraging scriptures here um, out of the ones that I read. I love Psalm 94 verse 19. It says, when doubts fill my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. It can feel so um, uncertain. There can be so many feelings of uncertainty in regards to dating or not dating because you're like not married yet. You know, you're not at that place where you're like, you know, dating, of course, the goal is marriage. And you're like, when if you're not in that place, it's still very uncertain, you know. Um, but we serve a God who draws near to the brokenhearted, who comforts those who are troubled and lends help at the drop of a hat, which is so amazing and incredible and also encouraging. And not only is God with us in everything, he is also orchestrating moments to lead up to events taking place throughout our lives that will, you know, if we love, trust, and submit our will to the will of God, that these things, these events um, will lead up to his best for us. And it's not like, you know, living recklessly, well, you just say, oh, God, I want your will, and then you live recklessly. Like, that's not at all what is um, aligned with the scriptures at all, but it's more like walking the path of righteousness, following God, trying to do your best and and become closer to him and try to pursue righteousness and holiness and and the will of God will be, you know, it'll happen in your life um, if you are, like, trusting him, following him, not if you're kind of doing your own thing and being like, okay, I'm going to do my own thing, but God is still your will, your will in my life, you know? Like, if you want his will for your life, but you still are doing things that won't, help you if that is fulfilled you know that doesn't make very much logical sense and so it's important for us like all if we want the will of god we have to remember like 
I'm not just going to live like the world <laughs> and the will of God will come to my life. Like I have to submit and become, you know, um, just wholeheartedly follow the word of God and love him for who he is. He is, he is truly wonderful, but, you know, we can't really necessarily have his will in our life if we're doing our own thing, you know? I hope that makes sense. So I've got another, um, one more scripture to read. And it is um, Psalm chapter 34, verses 8 through 9. So I've read a lot of Psalm chapter 34, but it's a really good chapter, obviously, in regards to encouragement, especially through situations that we're in. And we may not have received something that was maybe promised to us or something that we expect. So Psalm chapter 34, verses 8 through 9, in the NLT state, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord. You, his godly people, for those who fear him will have all they need. So just a thought that encapsulates this whole concept is just to focus on God and to stay busy. I mean, I found that, that those two things are like the most efficient in regards to waiting season or a season of singleness. And you guys already know that I hate the, the terminology of season of singleness because, you know, I just, you can go back to my earlier episodes and listen to why I don't like that terminology but regardless staying busy is very helpful being distracted is good not like you know not um ignoring or um refusing to acknowledge things or feelings that's not what i'm saying but staying busy stay busy it's staying busy is so important it's really good to do that but um yeah focus on god and stay busy and don't just focus on god because you know that he will provide for you or that you know, his will will be, will be fulfilled or realized in your life. But, um, you know, if we are saying, oh, I want to read my Bible because it's obligatory. Okay, I might start obligatory, but it's not meant to stay that way. It's not meant to stay as like a ritual or like a regimen that's done because you have to check a box off. Um, it's not a good hard position to be in, to be given blessings and gifts anyways. Um, if you are still coming from a selfish place, you're not ready to receive those blessings. Um, but you should focus on God because you love him and desire to know his heart and to follow his will and have what's best for your life and give glory to God ultimately. Um, go to him for peace and comfort. Tell him the desires of your, of your heart and share with him what's going on in your head. And trust in him and rest in knowing that he's for you, that he's got you in his hands and he'll never abandon you. God is truly so faithful and we have to remind ourselves of these things sometimes as we can tend to forget, especially if we're focused on other things, but it's important to remind ourselves and a really great way to remind ourselves is by reading the Bible because all of these promises and things and attributes of God are aligned here. They're, they're lined up here and um, we are given so many good guidelines for living a righteous life and growing closer to God and learning more about who he is. So ultimately, his will for your life is so much greater than your own. And if you feel as if nothing has worked out in your timing, that probably is a good thing. Not going to lie, <laughs> because your timing is misguided because you are seeing things subjectively and God sees everything objectively. And if we are just merely looking at things with a tiny magnifying glass and we're not seeing the big picture, what kind of judgment is that? What kind of what, how can we have? A major opinion or how can we say we know what's best for us when we only see a small fraction of the big picture you know 
rest in God's love and rest in his serenity. Just rest in that. It's hard, though, especially when you have feelings like this. You know, it, it can be very hard. Can si being single get old and be tiresome? 100%. 1,000%. 1,000,000%. <laughs> infinity percent. I know that doesn't exist, but you get what I mean. But um, I'd much rather have God's goodness be fulfilled in my life than, than for my perception of goodness to be fulfilled in my life because my perception is tainted by my humanity and by my by my tunnel vision, by my very small glimpse of what's happening. And so ultimately, I'd rather have the will of God in my life than have my own will, because, you know, my own will is, is it's just not nearly as good. It can't even touch God's will for my life, so I'd much rather have his will for mine, and I'd rather wait for that than to have something because of... Um, of instant gratification or feeling like it's best when I have no idea what's beneath the surface. A lot of times we can assume that something is the best for us because it's packaged well, because it looks good, because, you know, on paper it's 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 good. You know, written on paper it, it makes perfect sense. It seems perfectly good, perfectly compatible. But we have a major disadvantage in that we only see a fraction of what's going on, that we don't understand the reality of every single thing. But God does, and the fact that we have God with us, that we have him on our side, the fact that we can confide in him and trust in him and know that his will for our life is perfect, that is the best advantage ever. So the disadvantage is, is, is leaning on our own understanding, but the advantage of following Christ and living with him and walking with him is having his wisdom, his knowledge, his foresight, his serenity as well. Like we, we don't have to lean on our own understanding because we can acknowledge, we can, um, let me find that scripture. It's, um, because uh, I keep quoting it, but I just want to read it all so it's, um, <laughs> so I can quote it in complete context. Um, let's see, trust in the Lord. I'm trying to search for it in my Bible app really quick. Um, let's see. Okay, yes. Wait, just kidding. That was a different scripture. I found it. Okay, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh, and strength to your bones. Literally, like, that completely just encapsulates the point I was trying to, I was trying to bring across. It's like, trust in the Lord, and don't lean on your own understanding. Like, don't be wise in your own eyes, because your wisdom is not actual wisdom it's not the same wisdom as god's wisdom because his wisdom is superior it is the ultimate wisdom it's the most perfect wisdom in this passage of scripture just reminded me of another passage that is in the new testament and i'm trying to find oh yes um first corinthians chapter 1 verse 25 i believe there's a couple verses here yes um i'm just gonna read verse 25 and it says um the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. It's like, it says our foolishness, like the foolishness of God is wiser than men. So our wisdom cannot even touch the wisdom of God. Just think about that. Think about how tainted your perspective is. And I'm not saying that to like, you know, 
insult you or anything, but it's the reality of, of human nature, of humanity, of thinking that our will is the best when it truly is not. So I encourage you to not, le- not, tr- not lean on your own understanding, to trust in God, because he truly has what is the absolute best for your life. And his will for your life and his plans for you are so much greater than anything you could ever conjure or dream up for yourself. They're so much better than what you perceive to be best for you. And in the long run, of course, you'll see that. But in the moment, it is hard. It certainly is. Especially um, in regards to singleness and, and not quite yet knowing, having that uncertainty about who you're going to marry and who you're going to start a family with. Um, I know that's such a real feeling, but this these these tips can apply to many things in life. But I just encourage you, especially if you're feeling like this, especially after Valentine's Day. <laughs> Just to kind of consider these things and to remember that our understanding is limited and our understanding isn't even true understanding. It's just perception. It's just first glance. You know, it's kind of a knee-jerk reaction. But God, who is with us by our side, always has a complete understanding. So by trusting in him, we are just submitting our understanding, which is very faulty. And we are choosing to lean in to his will for our lives, which is ultimately so much better than trying to hope and dream and, 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 uh, aspire for things to happen in our lives that we think is best for us. That truly is not. So ultimately, yes, it can be really hard being single. And singleness can get old. And it can feel stale and boring. And it can feel like this should have been over a long time ago. But when you feel like this, remind yourself that God is sovereign and his will is so beautiful and so good for your life and that you in the long run will be so grateful that you waited, that you trusted, that you relied on him opposed to relying on yourself. Because if you rely on yourself, you're like, you know, it's going to be very subpar in, in comparison to what God has for you. So I hope this episode was encouraging to you. If you know of anyone who you think would um, be blessed by it, please share it with them, because I know a lot of people feel this way. And I just want to be real, like, singleness is is boring. Like, not necessarily boring, but it, it gets old after so long, you know, after not dating. It, it gets so old, and it's like, I'm over it. Like, I'm so over it, but it's like, I'd rather still be in this place and everything not quite be fulfilled and realized yet than to try to force something to happen that wasn't supposed to happen in the first place. So I hope this was encouraging to you guys. I love y'all so much. If you're listening on Spotify, please put a five-star rating up there. Um, I can't really see my rating yet because I haven't had enough people rate me on Spotify, but if you are listening on Spotify, I'd really appreciate five stars. That'd be awesome. You didn't even have to write anything. Just five stars and that would be so great i'd really appreciate it so much also if you're listening on apple i'd also appreciate a rating too um i do already have ratings on apple um which is great but like on spotify i don't quite have visible ratings yet so it would be really cool if you would give me five stars on spotify that would be super super awesome and fantastic and i would truly truly love that so um thank you guys so much for listening to another episode be blessed and i will talk to y'all next week ciao